Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi, today I want to talk to you about project control boards and specifically who should be on your project control board or PCB. What I notice is that PCBs are often made up of people without the right power or level of decision-making authority in the organisation business that is running the project and this creates a problem. So let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Who should be a member of your PCB? What, what does membership or gaining membership, being given membership of a PCB mean? Your PCB members must be key decision makers. They have to be people that have decision making authority. Your PCB members or a member of your PCB must be your business owner or sponsor. It's very important that they are included in this board that oversees the total management of your project. These people on your project control board are there to control the project at a level above you. They are the sort of people who have authority to sign off things such as more money, more time, you know, resources being spent on time, they have an ability to pull in resources, they have an ability to um, gather the right people around you for making decisions when there's uh, real issues or items that look like becoming a risk. So they're the sort of people who really who do have the authority in the business itself. So if you're in having, if you're running an IT project, it's really important that you have one or two key members of the technology senior management team as part of your project control board. I was running a project to develop or replace a system that was uh, being managed and run and had originally been built by an external vendor. And it was our role within a 12-month period to replace this system for the business so that the business could continue and run in-house rather than using the external system. Now, there are a few key things with this project for me, and that was that it was a completely new technology build, and yet there were key legal restraints on what we could and couldn't build, we could not be seen to have copied the existing database and how, or the existing system and how it operated because the IP for that belonged to the external vendor. And so on my project control board were, <coughs> excuse me, were two of the key managers, senior managers in IT, one of them was responsible for resourcing and um, a large number of the technology uh, teams that were responsible for the um, infrastructure as well as the security 
And then I also had another senior manager who was responsible for a lot of the resourcing within IT. <coughs> and it got to the point um, very, very soon after we started our project that the CIO even sat on our project control board. He was very keen to see and understand and know that this project had the right amount of resources, right amount of support given to it. So he got to see how critical it was for the business. And so the CIO even became a member of the project control board. And the other person that was a, ma a member of uh, my project control board was the business owner and sponsor. And he knew what the business was wanting out of this replacement system. He knew how key the things were in terms of the system and how it operated and the functionality and what it did, um, that it was really important that he was part of the decision-making authority. Um, so our con project control board had uh, five members, three members from IT, one member from the business, and then we had an external person who was, he was overseeing the governance, the whole governance. He was a governance person and he was uh, sat in on our control board meetings and was an offsider who didn't have decision making authority and yet he was a member of our project control board. Now on the project control board you don't have subject matter experts. These people are the people that have a lot of knowledge and information on the business, on the processes, on how things operate and they do not usually have the right amount of authority for decision making. And so they are the sort of people that you have as part of your team. And if you tuned into an earlier episode of Project Management Insights where I talked about who's responsible for your project, you'll have heard me talk about the roles that are involved, uh, how you get to the roles and who's in, who has those roles. And that's your project racy and how you make your project racy, how you find your project stakeholders. And so it's really key that you don't have SMEs on your project control board because they don't have the right amount of authority. Now, the roles on a project control board, your PCB members have a role in representing their area, division, business units, interests, and they will have the authority to involve resources. They will have the authority or power to gain funding and money and they will have the power and authority to sign off financial decisions. And this relates to things such as whether or not you work overtime and the cost of it comes out of the project or BAU budget, as an example. And it's their role to be a, an initiator, an instigator, to get the, gain you support that you need at a higher level. They are... It's their role to be the decision makers and have the final say in whether a change request is approved for the, for the project. It's their role to determine whether any funding, any of your contingency budget, it's whether they will allow your contingency budget to be drawn down on and spent for the project. They will be the people that if there is any shift in scope for the project will need to sign off on it. If there is any additional resourcing or money required for 
resources, whether ex internal or external, is approved. So they have a key role in making these decisions about what will and will be not be done on your project. And it's really therefore important that each member must have decision-making authority. They really must hold a power or authority within the business at a senior level to be able to make a decision. And this is not about them going off and asking others to make a decision. It's about them in your project control board meeting being able to make a decision and then be able to follow through with that. And if they don't, then they are of no value on your project control board. I've seen a lot of project control boards that are made up of people who have an interest in the project, who are concerned about the project and they don't have decision-making authority. And so they are little use for you in these project control meetings and at key times when you need decisions made with an impact on either your scope, your financial aspect or your resourcing. And so think about it when you look at your control board setup when you're starting a new project or even now if you have a project control board, you're having trouble getting decisions made, you're having pro pro problems getting the right resourcing or additional funding or any of those things. Are the people on your project control board or do they have the right levels of authority to be able to support you and give you a yes or a no and follow through with that decision? If they're not, change them. You really need your decision makers and authority, the key authority makers in your organisation as part of your project. Uh, till next week. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.